Thank you for tuning in. Whether it's the podcast, the victory is greater than the struggle. You could put in the victory, the struggle. You could put my name, Jessica Newsom, or maybe you're listening and watching on YouTube. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get straight into it. You are an ex-homosexual. You're struggling with your thoughts. Maybe God delivered you a couple years ago, a couple months ago, whatever it is, and you were on a cloud. Everything is going good. God is good. Why is everyone else struggling? And I'm not. Like, I am golden. Everyone else needs to get on my level, my page right? But then something happens for many of us as we're moving forward in the things of God. It seems to be all of a sudden these thoughts start to creep into our minds. Thoughts of maybe an X, right? Maybe thoughts of, of, of doubt of God's word. Well, man, I don't know if God's going to come through in this area. Am I going to be completely fulfilled, uh, living, uh, a heterosexual lifestyle because maybe you do desire family and marriage, things like that. And then these doubts and fears start to creep up. And then what happens? We start to give into these doubts and fears. Okay. So now we're struggling with our thought life and it just seems as though it's assault after assault that is attacking our mind. And we begin to play with these things. How do we deal with that? How do we get out of that? How do we break out of that cycle into a place of freedom. Let me tell you something that you may not want to hear. Come on. This has been my biggest struggle. We will always have trials and tribulations and struggles on this earth. Point blank period. Number one, that's something that we have to get used to, but we don't have to get used to being assaulted by the enemy and living in a place of defeat. Don't get me wrong. Yes, we will be attacked by the enemy, but God is greater than the attacks. Jesus already won. And maybe although, all, although we're going through a season to where God, where to, sorry, to where the enemy is tempting and testing us because Jesus will allow us to be tested. What happens in a test? Our faith grows. One, God says that he won't give us more than we can handle. Two, the Bible just talks about how to deal with those things. And I think the issue for many of us is sometimes we deal with, uh, we deal with them the wrong way. We deal with these thoughts. We deal with these battles the wrong way. Maybe we, uh, uh, try to fight them in our own power wrong. God was okay. So what does that look like? God, get these thoughts out of my mind. Help me God, get these thoughts out of my mind. And maybe for a super baby Christian that works and that's fine because God is the God of gods. He is alpha and omega. I cannot even try to put him in a box and I will not ever do that. But there comes a time that we have to grow up and we really have to begin to use the word against the enemy because the word is living. Jesus said, Hey, if you believe in the word, if you obey the word, if you believe in the commandments, if you submit, then I will reveal myself to you. The advocate will come and reveal me to you because if I am in you, right? If the Holy Spirit is in us and Jesus, right, is in the father and the Holy Spirit is Jesus's advocate on our behalf, we have so much power on this earth. And I think that a lot of us are not tapping into much of it. Let's go. James four, seven, it says this, submit yourself therefore to God. Number one, two, resist the devil. Three, he will flee from you. Man, Jessica, I've been resisting and resisting and resisting. Has it been in your own mind? Maybe not. Maybe you've been using the word to, tr to, to try to resist, resist longer, 
Don't give up in resisting. I'm not going to tell you that it's going to be only a couple of weeks or only a couple of months where the enemy will try to tempt you in this area, right? I'm not going to tell you that. I have no clue, but I do know this, that James says, if you submit yourselves, therefore to God, submitting to his word, I believe, Father God, that what your word is says is true. I have faith, Father God, that 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 by your stripes I am healed. I believe, Father God, that 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 the weapons that I have that are of the Holy Spirit, Father God, can 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 defeat the enemy because Jesus defeated the enemy and Jesus lives on the inside of me. If we believe in the word of God, if we submit to the word of God and resist the enemy, not or resist the enemy, it's and resist the enemy, the devil will flee. When will he flee? I don't know. But the word says he will flee. So when you are done trying to stand and you're tired of standing, stand there for some more. Come on, guys. Come on. What it says in 2 Corinthians 10, 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. Verse five, we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. They're talking about thoughts. We destroy arguments Every lofty opinion, that's every opinion, that's every thought that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. We destroy those. If we look at our uh, uh, weapons of warfare, if we look at Ephesians 6, the full armor of God, the stuff that we got on us to be able to do this, to be able to uh, be the hands and feet of Jesus, to defeat the enemy, we have all of this armor on us, and most of it, pretty much all of it, is to is to be able to not let the enemy um, 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 pierce our armor, pierce it, thus affecting us, hurting us, killing us, breaking us, right? But we have one thing. We have one thing, and it's the sword of the spirit, right? Jesus said, believe in me. Believe in the word. Believe in the things that I am telling you and you'll be good to go. Come on, it's all throughout John as Jesus is living out his ministry here on earth and he's encouraging his uh, disciples. They keep asking. People that have walked with Jesus keep asking, wait a second, I don't get this. How do you do all this stuff? How do how do we become more like you? Who 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 are you, right? Where do you come from, right? What power do you really have? He's saying, you know what? If you want to know God, if you're looking at me, you're seeing God because I am in the father and the father is in me, right? If you do what I say and all I'm doing is fulfilling the law, if you believe in what I say, even if you don't believe in all that I say, if you look at the miracles that I've done that has begun to fulfill prophecy and fulfilled prophecy, right? Believe in the miraculous signs. If you're having a hard time believing in me, look, I am showing you that I am the son of man, right? But I am the son of God. I am fulfilling the prophecy of the prophets before me. That the Messiah 
coming from God, born of man, right? He was born to Mary, but Joseph had not known Mary yet before Jesus was born. Has come to fulfill the prophecy, but we have to believe that the words that he spoke, the words in the Bible are true. When we believe that, we are saying, I have faith. I believe, therefore I have faith, because if I don't have faith, it is impossible to please God. We please God by believing in Jesus. If we believe in Jesus, we have that power flowing through us to do all that he has said that we can do to defeat the, 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 the works of the enemy. So let's go to Jesus being tested in the wilderness. I love this. Okay. So think about James, right? If you submit yourself to God, right? Submit yourself to God, resist the enemy, then he will flee. Jesus being tested in the wilderness. Okay. That's Matthew four. So Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted. Jesus was led by the spirit to be tempted by the enemy. Okay. But what did that do? All it did was strengthen him. Okay. So he was led into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Okay. So Jesus was led there to be tempted. He fasted, so you got to be hungry, okay? 40 days, you are hungry, okay? And so the devil comes, just like he came to Adam and Eve, and what did he do? What did he say? He says, hey, come on now. If you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus said, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Satan was trying to get Jesus to break his fast. Jesus was, was, was just previously baptized by John the Baptist, led into the wilderness, right? He's about, to, he's about to start his ministry. He's about to go do this thing, be on blast in front of everybody, um, have his ministry, deal with people who were going to persecute him and kill him, and the enemy who was ready to just take him out. But the enemy said, before you get big, I want to get you right now where you're small, where, 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 where you have have no glory where people aren't uh looking at you and saying oh my gosh look at all that you're doing because the more people look to Jesus the more people glean to Jesus they will realize that he is the son of man and they will believe in God and become a follower of Jesus Christ so the devil says wait a second I'm gonna use scripture to try to totally get you so what did Jesus do he said, okay, yeah, Satan, you just use scripture, but the word also says this. The enemy was trying to get him to break his fast. What is fasting? Fasting is, is, is a tool that we use to get closer to God. The devil wanted to break that. He used the word. Jesus said, uh-uh, that's not going to work. This is what also the word says. Side note. When you were struggling with thoughts of, hmm, is living this lifestyle, this same sex lifestyle, okay with God? Because I've heard a lot of people uh, uh, show me, tell me that the script, like explain to me via the scriptures why it's permissible to be a homosexual and, and, 
and and follow God, that that somehow this is okay with God. The devil knew scripture too. And the devil used scripture to do exactly what other people are doing. Twist the word of God to get you to fall and follow him. And not follow Jesus Christ. Side note. Okay. So after that, the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. He said, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, it is also written, do not put the Lord, your God to the test. I mean, I don't know about you, but it looks like he's trying to tell, he's trying to get Jesus to commit suicide. If I could take you out right now, Jesus, nothing will be fulfilled. Prophecy will not be fulfilled. I win if I could take you out. How many of you is the enemy trying to kill? Literally, how many of you is the enemy whispering in your ear, jump off that bridge, take those pills. No one loves you. Just commit suicide because you know what? God's grace is greater. So you'll go straight to heaven. Do you know that a hundred percent? I sure don't. If God can take you out, he can take your, your, your purpose. He can take a child of God that was here to wreck this world for the kingdom. He can take out a chain in this web that will affect generation after generation for his kingdom. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Let me tell you something. How many of you has the enemy tried to say, worship me, bow down to me? You know what? All of this tempting, you are, look, you are actually trying to follow God now and things seem to be getting harder. You're trying to follow God God now and things are getting worse. Your family is going crazy. Your finances are out of control. People are making fun of you because you're following a, a, a God that doesn't seem as though he's providing for you because your situation seems to be worse. Everyone is laughing at you. Everyone is looking at you. Everyone is talking about you. Come on, if you follow me, Do you remember those times that we had to where all we were doing was chilling and drinking, doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and you were good? Yeah, you had your bad times, but remember all the good times? Remember the fun we had? Remember the 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 those people that were there that loved you? The enemy does not remind us of the bad times. He doesn't do that. He reminds us of the good times in him, and all of it led. death worshiping God is not easy worshiping God it can be so difficult but it is so worth it the cost is great but the reward is greater man God has been wrecking my life today alone and I thank him for it I thank him for it So James 4, 7, again, it says, submit yourself, therefore, to God, resist the devil and he will flee. What did Jesus do? He submitted himself to God, to God's word, to God's truth. He did not turn away from faith. 
He did not give in to, to, to the words of the enemy that wanted to uh, creep in doubt and fear and unbelief into Jesus's mind. He resisted the devil. And what did the devil do? He fled. Angels came and ministered to him, lifted him up. Jesus did what he was supposed to do. He was supposed to fast. He fasted. He resisted. He submitted and the enemy fled. God is so good. Now, if we look to Adam and Eve, what happened there? What happened there, guys? So if we look at Adam and Eve and we look at their issue, the enemy came. Why was the enemy in the garden? You know, I have absolutely no idea. That's part of us want to be like, you know, that's not cool at all, but okay. Right. The garden, this place that was perfect. And God walked with them. And God gave them everything they needed. He just said, just don't eat from this one tree. That's it. Don't eat from this one tree and you're good. And the enemy came in to steal their identity, to steal their direction, to steal their, their, their wholeness in God. How did he do it? He tempted them. They did not submit themselves to the word spoken from God himself that said, do not do that. Do not eat from that. You can do this, but don't do that. They did not submit themselves to God. They did not resist the devil. They gave in because the devil did what? (laughs) The devil mentally took them up to a high place and said, if you eat that, you will become like God. Isn't that what he wants? For you to be just like him? God's good. The devil will do everything in his power to tempt you. So you have to resist him and he will flee. They did not resist. He did not flee from them. But what happened was they gave in. And because of that, it was a ripple effect. We are dealing with the repercussions of that. But Jesus came so that we may have life and have it more abundantly. So now our job, my friends, our job is to submit to God, submit to his word, believe it. Whatever is in your mind, whatever is coming to your mind, okay, that is trying to get you to submit to the enemy, we have to take the sword of the spirit, right? The word of God that rightly divides between right and wrong, truth and lie. We have to take that sword, the one thing that we have to attack the enemy, and we have to speak that word out. So when you have that thought, what do you do? Uh-uh, I believe the word of God. And the word of God says to submit to God Resist the enemy and he will flee. So right now, in Jesus' name, Satan, I command you to flee because I will submit to God. 
I will resist you and you will flee. I don't know how long you're going to be here. I don't know how long you plan on sticking around. I don't know when this season is going to be over in my life, but if it's 40 days or 400 days, I am going to submit myself therefore to God. And I know that my God is going to come through because he is a good God. Forget what other, come on, we have to take the word for ourselves. God, give me the word. I need the word for myself. I need a fresh revelation from you. I need for you to teach me Holy Spirit. I need for you to, 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 to give me revelation, to give me understanding, to give me wisdom, because you know what? The problem is I am drinking from a well that runs dry because the only well that I keep trying to drink from is the knowledge and thoughts and opinions of other people. And that well keeps running dry every time. And I have to keep going back for that water because I am wavering because it is not on any foundation that is solid. But when I say, God, I need you and I need for you to teach me because yes, we have pastors and we have preachers and we have evangelists to strengthen us because we are the body. Yes, we strengthen one another. But when it comes to my foundation, I need it from you, Father God, because you make it solid. And when I drink from your living water, Jesus, I will not be thirsty. It'll be a bubbling brook that just overflows within me. Thank you, Father God. I love you guys. I love you guys. Everything that I speak, I speak because I go through it. Let me tell you, you want to talk about a stubborn person right here. But I declare in Jesus name, I will no longer be stubborn. I have the mind of Christ. Come on, this is what you got to do, guys. I have the mind of Christ. I am not my past. I am who God says I am. I don't care if I believe it or not. But I will speak it until everything in me lines up with it. Come on. There's nothing else to turn back to. Stop playing with thoughts. Submit to God. Resist the enemy. And he will flee doesn't say he might flee he will flee he will flee follow me on youtube love of the cross you could put in jessica newsome or you could check out my podcast on all the various platforms the victory the struggle okay check it out i love you guys if you have not gotten my book an unconventional love letter to the lgbtq community check it out. We have Pursue Conference 2019 coming up September 21st in FAR, Texas. Um, I am super super excited. It's going to be at the FAR Event Center. We're going to have a band. I'm not allowed to mention the names yet, okay? But you probably know them, and I'm super excited. We're going to have a Q&A panel of ex-LGBTQ members um, from around the United States of America. Uh, I am so excited. I'm going to be there preaching the word of God uh, as I know how. Uh, So you want to be there, okay? We have a lot that will be going on. I love you. I am praying for you. And please don't forget about me. Pray for me. Subscribe to this, but above everything, above all of that, because it's not about this platform. It's about the kingdom. It's about believing in the word of God. So pray for me. Because the attacks are great, but our God is greater. I love you guys.